0: I point back into the podcast.
1: Yeah. The Robin Booth Podcast, Season 8 of the Podcast. Brought to you by BestSafe.net. Thank you for joining us. Feel sure you have no regret. We can't believe we're not cancelled yet. We're gonna tell some, we tell some stories, we're gonna have a good time, You yeah, know for sure, we're, we're gonna, gonna have a laugh. <laughs> this is the podcast. This is the podcast. 100% free. 100% free. This is the podcast. This is the podcast. Love it. Love it. This is the podcast. This is the, this is it. This is the podcast. This is the pod. What, 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 what? This is the podcast? This is the pod.
2: safe. Welcome to the rubber boots podcast. Uh it's my friend Stoff uh with a beautiful uh Ukraine flag behind him. Ukrainian flag. Ukraine flag, mm-hmm. the flag of Ukraine, Ukrainian flag. Uh there's a Puppy with the same uh, family portrait behind him that he always mm-hmm. has. Awesome. And Ooh. uh Lester, Lester with a door the door behind him which signifies (laughs) which signifies like lester's always an artist he's signifying his need to escape from (laughs) the bounds of this podcast at some point in time look it's been a super heavy week all of us are horrified by what we've seen on television and the news reports obviously our hearts go out to everybody in ukraine um we know this pod is a place you come to escape Let's play. We come to escape, frankly, our lives, our wives. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, honey. <laughs> just kidding, babe. Yeah, I was
2: just nope. doing a joke for the pod. Yeah, just a joke for the joke for the pod. The other Love three guys, no,
0: not me. Obviously,
2: yeah.
4: she's stolen Turks. Anyway.
2: <laughs> she's back. She's back. Is She back? Uh, oh yeah, she's back. Uh, we'll get into that later. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's awful, but. As per usual, uh, we don't want to spend, I, I think that, uh, I, I, needed to turn off the TV yesterday because I'd been on it for about six hours straight. And it was just driving me. Uh, yeah. it's so infuriating as well as heartbreaking. So, um, we won't spend uh, a ton of time. I think our feelings are pretty clear. We have the same, uh, anger and horror that everybody else has out there. I, it was, it did get me thinking though, in a rubber boots kind of way. Um, when you see all these incredibly brave citizens picking up arms, like average folks, mm-hmm. I I will admit that my mind drifted to the four of us. And <laughs> how how would we do in a war situation? How if look, we would first of all, there's no choice. You can't run, yeah. right? Yeah. Because Puffy, you would contemplate trying to figure a way would out, to would you not? <laughs> The from medical this,
0: notes would start <laughs> flying from Puffy. Puffy would like, have the wig on and trying to stop the, the train.
3: I have the asthma.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: not the black lung. <laughs> uh,
2: but I just don't like, and it doesn't, there's no train, there's no time for training either. It no. just seems like they're handing people weapons mm-hmm. and saying, go, go for it. And. Would you, first of all, have any? would you, any of you know how to use a weapon if it was handed to you? Like, take off the safety and all that? Have any of you shot the, the,
0: weapons no before? I could figure it out.
2: <laughs> I They're think Stoff would end. have the best chance. Yes. I thought that from the beginning. Yes. But Stoff, you look like a man who's fired a weapon before. Have you fired a weapon at any time in your life?
0: Uh, hmm. I cannot deny. So, yes, I have fired a weapon. Not, <laughs> Not, an anger, Not at though. a human being ever. Anger. Not at a living thing ever. Yes. So in like
2: one of those, one of those Just uh, shooting
0: cans off of a fence. Yeah. My, my yeah. dad's yeah. buddy had like a summer house or something.
2: So yeah. we're now, I always see the scenes in the movies, right? Where they train the guy to shoot and he shoots the cans off the fence and, you know, maybe he misses a couple and then, uh, or it's like a teenage boy and then he hits six in a row. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't, I don't think min- I
0: hit a, ser- a single one. i like the kickback was massive.
2: Was right. it a shotgun it or a, right.
0: And I was yeah. like, I was like a kid, so.
2: I would be so terrified. Uh, I mean, I would like to think, none of us know the, you know, what you would do if it was, because we're, we're so far removed from that situation yeah. in Canada. But I would like to think I would be brave. I would be hopeful that I would be brave in that situation. But man, I can't, I can't even, I just can't even fathom it. You know? Well, you know did you t- ever see, yeah. put, oh, sorry, go ahead, Spuff.
3: Well, Tanya and I did have the discussion. Because I'm, I'm like, if say the U.S. decided they wanted to do what Russia is doing to the Ukraine to us, and mm-hmm. Tanya and I both quickly got into agreement that we would uh, welcome our new <laughs> American overlords <open laughs> <effort laughs> and, and, and become the 51st state. Like, wow. no chance we're fighting that. Like, well, what? He what's really going to change about our life? We wouldn't have health care. Okay, we'll figure that out. Get some wow. insurance. Like, we were not fighting the U.S. Foreign nations, uh, maybe, but we were not fighting the U.S. We
2: don't have to worry about that, Puff, because the uh, what's her name? Who's that? Lauren Brobart or whatever the the mo- one of the most despicable Congresswomen in the world who who said the other day that, like the Ukraine, Canada needs to be liberated because of what's going on here.
4: <laughs> okay, well, that's
2: wow, that's not uh, good. Yeah, it's uh, just it's, anyway. Uh, I, I won't go there, but I think Lester would be. You know, Lester's got good hands from the uh, from the uh, from the playing of the instruments.
4: I'm, I'm anti handgun, but if I have to fight, I'll fight. You know what I mean? That's it.
0: Well, I, I think yeah, that's where most too. people are with it. Like, do you yeah. remember, like in the old battles, where they used to have the bands on the field too on the mar- on the battlefield? Well, like I mean, in civil kind of yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Well, Lester could do that. I don't you know, play I don't while know. the rest and of it. us are they shooting.
5: Should, they should, they should go. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lester, here's
3: your saxophone.
5: <laughs>
4: Thanks, guys.
2: Hey. I feel okay, so safe. They, those wars were insane. I remember it was, I think the movie was Glory, which was like the big movie when we were young that depicted the Civil War. And they would come in lines, right? Just like across. Shot. Yeah. So 50 across like 50 deep and just walk at each other (laughs) and shooting. So if you were in the first five lines or something, you had no, you had
3: no chance. No.
2: Right. It's the same as when we were talking about squid game and you, you know, you drew the first spot on the, uh, the going across the, the jumping thing. Yeah. (laughs) And I just can't, I can't even, uh, I can't even fathom. Uh, yeah, it's, it, 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 it's nuts. Um, and i think we would uh, i like i said you know what probably with our families and our country's freedom and being in that situation yeah, it's, i think we'd probably all fight and we'd all all fight it's greatly, hard to but
0: imagine so. but at the same time when you <laughs> when you see what's going on over there where these guys are literally driving you know hours to the border to drop their families off so they can be safe and then rushing back to you know it's at that point i think it's set in that it's life or death and you're defending not just yourself your people your family uh, you know, everything. heritage pretty much your everything. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think everything. there's a bit yeah. of adrenaline that comes with that. I think there's, you know, that sense of responsibility. I think you just draw on it a little bit more. And uh, I mean, we've you see it out there. These guys are out there, and they're they're holding up against a much more powerful army. And
2: yeah, I should also mention a lot of the women have taken up arms too. Even though it's a, it's a bit of an archaic rule, they have men stay, women and children go. Mm-hmm. But a lot of women have stayed and taken up arms as well. So it's
3: uh yeah Yeah, i saw something there was a married couple got they got married like three days ago and then now they're side by side fighting my fear would be i drive rooksy to the border with the kids right Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. she'd be like turks james (laughs) 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 i go back
2: i'd fight heroically right Mm -hmm. i'd be in it for months and just fighting heroically and then i'd come come out at the end and Brooksie, be like, yeah, I met a guy in Poland.
3: <laughs> 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 he assumed you died.
2: <laughs> we just didn't think you had a shot. Wow. I mean, the kids and I talked about it. We didn't think you had a shot, so we had to move on. Like I said, take take a break from it once in a while because it's all like it's all consuming, and uh, I know I haven't slept 100 percent great the last few nights just thinking no, about no, it. Definitely and definitely Brooke, no. you know, Brooksie's like, we got to, you know, there's refugees coming here. We have to t- we have to take in a family or whatever. Uh, and then you do, you want to, cause you feel so helpless, right? You want to help in some, some way, uh, any way possible. So that would be a great, that would be great for the pod. If we had a family of six Ukrainians in the, uh, uh, living in the loft. Awesome.
0: I, c- right? I could understand most of the stuff they're saying. So, cause the Polish and Ukrainian language is very close. So.
2: Well, this must like you're you're right next door, so you must be watching this with through a different eyes than us.
0: Oh, I mean, definitely, uh, definitely. You know, for my parents, I'm sure it's also very difficult to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, like Polish-Russian relations in themselves in the past weren't great. Uh, I, I, you know, I can tell you guys a little story. This is actually kind of crazy, and it wasn't during a wartime, but uh, the Russian army almost killed my father when I was young. And oh. the, the way that happened was um, Poland was already in a po- post communist state, uh, but the Russian army very much just drove around like kind of like they owned the place still uh, for years to follow. And my dad was on his way to work driving and he was just driving through an intersection through a green light. And this uh, one of those not not like a tank, but one of those big army trucks decided to run a red light and uh, T-boned him. Uh, and literally like it was inches from Lord knows what would have happened to him. Um, and the the crazy part is, uh, this is one of my first memories as a kid, uh, was being on a bus with my mom and my dad literally pulled up beside us and the the front of the car was completely mangled. And I still remember seeing that and he was somehow able to drive and he was driving at home and we're banging on the window trying to get his attention, but we couldn't. Um, but yeah, so that was, you know. So there's definitely, like, I understand, you know, maybe the political side of it a little bit more, maybe the history of it a little bit more, but, uh, you know, it's just a crazy time, and it's just, now it's just like a madman that's leading this country. It's, you know, there's relations from the uh, from the past that are difficult, but, you know, it's really, like, for me, I you know, it's not a thing against the people of Russia or the Russian people, even though that there's history like that there. It's just... Mm-hmm. You know, because at the same time, when you see, you know, what their leaders willing to do other to other countries, you also see what, you know, he's done to them and that, you know, it, it's not a great government that leads their country. This isn't something this war isn't great for the citizens of Russia, either. It's, it's you know, not it's great for, Russia for everybody. No. It's, yeah. you know, it's one guy's, you know, crazy tirade. And um uh, you know, everyone else is kind of caught in the middle of it. So, I was
4: going to say to bring it back to you know, I we've all seen these uh, these the footage of Putin playing these hockey games. Uh, if you haven't, uh, folks uh, that are that are watching on YouTube or our listeners, go check out Putin playing hockey in Russia. Because typically, what happens is once a year, or a couple times a year, he gets together and the you know all these Russian veterans of international competition go and they have this exhibition game and to watch this game and watch this guy play. Nobody checks him. Nobody checks him. So he scores eight, nine goals a game because nobody wants to get you know even remotely close to stopping him. Yeah, the goalies. This don't is want the type the of puck. tyrannical control he has on this on this nation. You know, and it's it's uh you know I thought it was funny at one point he trips over the carpet even just to see what a buffoon he is. Uh, but I mean, this is the type of person that's running the country. The goalies don't want to stop the puck. You know, they just if, they, if the puck's going going wide, they'll somehow move the net so it goes in for Putin. You know, this is the thing we're talking about with this person. So, very, very tyrannical uh, person, and just you know, I, I hope honestly, I think our best hope for anything is the Russians themselves rise up against him and say, this, "That's enough," you know, and take him. It's it's and probably, up. it's probably so,
2: our only hope. Yeah, right. Yeah. That it has, it has to come within whether it's some sort of coup. You know, if one of his generals turns on him or something like that.
0: Yeah, right. well, I okay. think the, the whole thing heading into this war and the reason Putin seems so desperate to start it was because he within his own country, he is losing a lot of support. Uh, the mm-hmm. opposition has strengthened a lot. Uh, when that opposition leader got poisoned what was it, a year ago or two years ago. There's been a lot of backlash within the country. So uh, I think the belief is that he went to invade Ukraine to kind of strengthen his leadership and also, you know, there's Crimea, there's a part of uh, Ukraine that's sympathetic to, you know, the Russian people. So I think he's uh, he really this is like kind of a desperate ploy for him to just get more uh, get more support within Russia. By invading another country, uh, so I I don't think maybe things so may we might be actually a little bit closer to that than we realize in terms of you know the Russian people turning on him, but at the same time that's a huge undertaking. Um, but it, it, it to me it's just like how does a madman always get into power like this? We we just never seem to learn from history. And if you look at Russia on the map, it's a massive country, uh, and how someone's yeah. just able to corrupt all of it is it's beyond me. But
3: the only good thing is that. that his good buddy Donald Trump isn't running the US right now because we'd be all
0: it'd be even worse if that was going on.
2: Yeah,
3: very I mean, good
0: I, point. I would not want to see that state of the union with uh, Trump, that's for sure. Yeah, you don't know how
2: bad it is for the uh, you know, the, the QAnon idiots. I saw some something that uh, somebody posted that uh, someone had texted them, it was a QAnon guy, and and it's it was uh, This is all good putin is working with us ukraine is the home of the deep state now Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. putin and trump are working together and this war is just about eliminating the deep state which is now based in ukraine and i'm like how the fact that people likely thousands of people think this way is to me the most disturbing thing yeah.
0: Mi- These the are people who were so patriotic before that they always believed Russia was their enemy. So for yeah. them to so, so quickly flip to say that Russia is their savior, it kind of just tells you the legitimacy of their message, I guess. Oh, the yeah. greatest yeah,
2: enemy in our world right now, beyond Putin, is misinformation. Like, And it's yes. just, it's un, it's unstoppable. And it is, yeah, anyway. That's, so, a, that's about as so heavy as Speaking the, uh, of that uh, uh,
0: on misinformation, we can actually jump to something we teased a week ago or a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was it? a conspiracy theory, James. You came across oh, the birds? The birds? The birds. <laughs>
5: oh birds not
0: real. Of course. The birds
2: aren't real. The birds aren't real. So what did I I mentioned it, but we never talked about it on the pod?
0: Yeah, I think we said we teased that we couldn't get to it. We were out of time that week and we teased that we'd get to yeah, it. Yeah, so that
2: it was, this was just an, uh, again, New York Times podcast, which I plug a lot on here because I listen to it to try to make myself uh, not as stupid. And talking about this, this is basically the sums up where in misinformation is in the world. And basically, this really brilliant young, I think he was 22 years old, college student was sitting on a, park bench one day watching some sort of uh deep right-wing protest about something i think it was anti-abortion or something and he thought it was ludicrous and he and he said to himself you know wouldn't it be funny if somebody just did something completely random and just entered that protest so he grabbed like a piece of cardboard and the first thing that came into his mind was birds aren't real so he wrote it on the cardboard and started walking with the anti-abortion protesters yelling birds aren't real and and it got caught somewhere on film and put on Facebook and sort of got a little bit of a you know a little minorly viral around Memphis or wherever he lives and and then he caught this and he said well maybe I'll do more with this so he started posting stuff and uh, somebody interviewed him I think at the thing and he had to come up with this thing on the fly because he just thought it up but he he said that in the 1960s and 70s um, you know, basically the secret service of the CIA, uh, whatever, killed all the birds and, and replaced them with, uh, uh, drones <laughs> to, to spy on all of us, Science. And, wow, oh, brilliant. right. But the amazing thing is this, so he started doing this and the sort of younger generation our kids generation, you know, sort of college students got behind it and they started holding protests in all these different cities, like screaming birds aren't real birds are real and and the posts are so funny like there's one about seagulls that he says watch out for the seagulls because they have the new software in them so they can get your <laughs> visa information if you look into their eyes they get, they can take your credit card information but of course you know some people have bought it and such and i just it's the greatest satire of everything that's wrong in our world right now and uh, so much of, uh, i i just uh, i was just laughing hilariously listening to this podcast Uh, because he went on he he would go he goes on talk shows you can find the clips on YouTube and he plays he would not go out of character right so he Mm -hmm. he's telling the story about the drones and and the and the like you know the morning live at five anchor or whatever at some station in Wichita does not know how to take this kid whether to take him seriously or not and uh, like he puked once he made himself throw up on live tv once just it's just it's just hilarious so uh birds aren't real let's get the t-shirts
0: so he started this i think it was in like 2016 or something or maybe Mm -hmm. even a little earlier uh because when the pandemic started uh and we had our first lockdown i remember someone sent out a tweet saying this lockdown is only done so that the government could swap out the batteries and the birds (laughs) seriously and i just thought it was a funny (laughs) joke like as in that's what's really happening but i guess they were actually (laughs) they were actually referring to this uh, you know conspiracy it, theory. It's though.
3: crazy, though. There is people will believe it.
0: Oh, of course, and that that really like, shows you the dangers of you know misinformation. That's the whole point of this. But it's so crazy. I mean, people will be- You know, people will believe anything. Uh, people will believe yeah. that the earth is flat, even and call anyone who doesn't sheep, even though that the earth being flat is the original view. <laughs> and I, I, uh, uh,
2: Another pod I'll plug right now is I think it's called. Oh, shoot, I'm gonna forget the name the Bush boys or something It's by a Canadian I mean, basically fifteen years ago two two teenage boys just came out of the bush near vernon b c and said that they had lived in the bush basically their whole lives that their parents had a remote cabin and they'd never been to school and never been to a dentist or anything like that and so the town of Vernon became fascinated with them. They sort of adopted them, one lady in particular took them in they were buying them food, they were living at the shelters, uh, you know trying to get them. Uh, back acquainted with society, but the cop in town was like, this isn't, this is fishy, right? And eventually mm-hmm. I believe uh, one of the CBC shows, the fifth estate or whatever came to town to do a piece. And as soon as the piece aired, somebody called from California saying, these are my kids. And they were just basically two kids from California who who ran away. Um, bottom line is now I'm getting to the part of the pod where they're 20 years later, the guy's going back to talk to the family and find out what, you know, what the heck happened here. And the family is totally conspiracy theorists. Uh, not that it has anything to do with the kids running away, but basically, um, the moms like, "Oh yeah, the Earth is flat." And nine one one, you don't you don't think that actually happened, do you? That's what she's saying to the and the interviewer is really smart guy, and right? he's like, "Wow." Uh, yeah. So there's some messed up people out there. And besides that, very normal conversations with a normal family. That's the thing that freaks me out, right? Yeah, you can no, have a beer with people. You could talk to them, you know, about a million normal topics, but then you get on that topic and you go, "They're bad sh- crazy," right? Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's what blows me away about where we are in the world. But, right there's, now.
3: but they're thinking the same thing about you. hundred <laughs> no, yeah.
0: percent. What a gullible yeah. idiot! Yeah. Yeah. One of
4: my one of my favorite shows of all time is is uh, Frasier, and there's an episode where he's he's you know he's, you know typical sitcom stuff. There's a whole bunch of calamities, and he's trying to. Finally, to to get a go on a date with this woman, and all these things happen. He's like, he can't get together with her. So, finally, in the last segment, he gets to meet her and he says, Oh, I've got to catch a train. So, at least I can drive you to the train station. It's about an hour and a half away, but we can talk. So, she gets in the car and it's like, Oh, you look great. It's nice to see you and everything. And she says to him, So, have you heard the truth? And he goes on; she goes on with all these conspiracies about space, space travel and this and that. And he's got ninety minutes with this woman, and oh, at no man. point until that po- until that particular point in the car does he have any evidence of this stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. To to your point, James, perfectly natural conversation, and then all of a sudden, this one moment that you get with this person, they go, well, they corner you and start talking about. I it. actually so, remember
0: another Frazier episode where he was going to endorse a uh, someone running for mayor
5: and yes, that I guy
0: it. out of nowhere just they were having a conversation on the balcony totally normal guy and then he revealed that he believed he was abducted by aliens and <laughs> <turned laughs> Frazier into a panic because he was endorsing this guy but uh, yeah. so if we learned anything Frazier very good show
4: yes, very, very good show ironically yeah, we right. talked about 9-11 two of those creators were killed in the 9-11 attacks if you believe that of course well, like, yes, I, I didn't yes. know
0: that. that actually happened Yeah, yeah.
4: two of the creators of that show were Fraser? on a plane we're one of those planes oh, on Oh, wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Look at the looper closing the loop,
4: right? <laughs> 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 Fraser, then brings it right back. Brings it right, right back. back. Uh, well, yeah. Guys, this, I have this a podcast social- has been really serious. Please, somebody quick, tell a dick joke or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a social dilemma. I'll help you
2: guys out to change the subject. So uh, during my, my week alone uh, with Brooksy and the, and the girls gone, it was just me and the dogs. And so a lot of walking the dogs, well, carrying Willow because she can't walk and walk and Hugo on the trails and I uh, usually leave Willow at home. So one day I'm out with Hugo on the trails and I see this guy, he's got a beagle. I've seen him a few times. We've met each other four or five times on the trails. You trail buddies, right? Nice. If you walk a dog, you know, you got trail buddies. Oh, hey, 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 what's going on? And your dogs sniff each other, whatever. Well, our dogs have always kind of liked each other. So on this day, he uh he says, "Can you put the leash down and let them play?" And I'm Like my dog wants to play. I'm like, "Sure." So they sit around and they play for 10 minutes and I'm chitty-chatting with this guy and uh then okay time to go and he goes hey like I, the dogs really enjoyed themselves could you uh and we're right kind of behind my house because the trails are behind my house and he's like do you think i could uh you know bring him over on saturday uh, play for a couple hours in the backyard and uh, i'm like well i i don't it's really tremendous. want i don't want a, like a i don't want a friend yeah i mean I got, look, I got you guys you know, I got a lot of friends. I'll come, my, by,
0: I'll come by and play with Hugo if you need. I mean, yeah.
2: you always, you always need new life. friends, but I don't know if I want to commit to a relationship like this. Right. Like one click and basically to me coming over and coming in the backyard for like, for, that's like a third base dog date, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now you're in and yeah. next thing you know, he wants to come inside and have a beer and then, you know, and we're playing golf together. And then he, you know, then we're going off for a week. to Turks hanging out. I I don't so, know I, if I'm ready for that.
0: I have a policy when it comes to neighbor conversations with neighbors. If we've gone past the weather, we've gone too far.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I'm going inside.
4: All I'm going to say on that is this, Jimmy. If this guy ends up golfing with you, Stoff and I are going to oh, be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I'll be amazing.
0: <laughs> I can guarantee you they've already golfed together. <laughs> I can guarantee you well, that's already happened. Hugo's just the next step.
2: The thing is, we don't—I don't know if, we're like, we even have anything in common. Like, we were mostly just talking about dogs and the weather the whole time, right? He was telling me the story about his dog and this other dog he would lost, and I was telling him the story about Willow and how she might be gone. Is, soon. is he an elderly so gentleman? All, I'd say he's younger than me. I'd Ooh. put him at—I'd put him at thirty. Late
0: Mm -hmm. thirties. Could be a swindler. Careful, Jimmy. Yeah, Yeah, I don't like it. You're going to start getting the text messages. Roxy was attacked at the dog uh, park.
3: A wife swapper.
0: (laughs) Well, Jimmy lived in one of those neighborhoods already, so he's prepared. (laughs)
4: Looks like (laughs) like a bunny killer to me. (laughs) Maybe he's the guy that that killed your bunny in the Uh, backyard. So anyway, now I don't know. I didn't like he, he was
2: like, can I take your number or whatever? And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't bring my phone, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember my number.
0: I don't number. remember
3: <laughs> my phone number.
4: <laughs>
3: Over there, that dog's got someone's ham. I gotta go. Listen, you might as well have said no. Just say let's. Now, now so, you gotta find new trails.
0: Yeah, that's for now this you don't go outside your backyard.
2: You're out. You're done. Um, yeah. So. So now I don't know what to do. Sounds I don't, like a stalker. Like, uh, and by the way, I'm not an unfriendly person, and I know like new friends are also all welcome in the world. And maybe he's a fine gentleman, and it would be good for Hugo, especially if we lose uh, if we lose Willow soon. That Hugo and Hugo need some friends. I'm just not ready yeah. to make the commitment yet. We That's need right. to have several more uh, trail, yeah, I- I- trail encounters. I don't go to the backyard until the third date.
3: <laughs> tra- the trail, though, the trail stuff's the first date.
4: I got that, Jimmy. I got that.
0: <laughs> what I now get it. Wow! Now you're talking in the backyard, <laughs>
2: no.
5: like mocking about.
0: No, no, that's not. not even. Not
2: even where I was going. See, Lester, Ooh. quicker than oh, me. You know, you 80%. come. Lester, Lester comes across as you know the innocent wholesome musician, but True. he's really he's the one whose mind always goes in the. The other oh, places, come
4: on, for, for, for sure. Let's I am, let put it this way I am a musician, I'm around some CD characters from time to time. Yeah. Also, I work in sports broadcasting. Well, more CD characters, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, do you think he
2: knows who you are, though? Like, no, I don't think he does, you mm. know, and probably that's what offended me, right?
3: Because how could you not? <laughs> 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 that's why you're like, he can't come over. <laughs>
0: Hello. You've been staring oh, at me now for 10 minutes, buddy. Th- this sounds like this guy's been basically he's been studying you. He's yeah. been watching you in those trails for a couple of weeks now, They're Not even his start. dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Look, what if he, run, run what the if dog's he ear for a chip, Jimmy? See who the dog really What if he didn't to. let
2: on? What if he didn't let on and he knew me? And he really does know me, but he didn't want a fanboy and he listens to the pod. And now how horrified he will be right now. And I'll, now
0: I feel awful, like I'm yeah, a horrible sure. human being.
4: Not at all. You know, you put this guy in the map, he's made it.
0: Yeah, what what I mean? Or you've exposed his uh, cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of the, the Aurora stalker. <laughs> um,
2: one last thing before we get to Stoff's uh, various segments. Uh, Puffy, the TikTok, uh, it's very addictive. Yeah, I love the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I... You know, with Brooksy gone for the week, and we only I had a rare week when I only had one game, so I was home a lot. And yeah. I would get that like Apple message at the end of the day that was like, you did 14 hours of screen time today. <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> not not bad. Bad. I mean, not bad, you know bad, bad. you can but just bad. turn that off, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh so Puffy, I want you to, you're the TikTok expert on of the group, right? You're the yeah. that's why we have you on the podcast. All I know is it it exists. <laughs> So I've learned that, like, so if you stop on something for a while, like one time I stopped on to our previous discussion, some sort of idiot, uh, diehard conspiracy theorist or Mm -hmm. something, right? Just because sometimes you're so captivated by how dumb somebody is, right? And then that's all I started getting. Yeah. Right. So I was like, well, that's no good. the algorithm. So if you stop on something, then I stopped. At, I've realized there's a lot of people. Puffy, have you gone down this rabbit hole? There's a lot of people that like talk about dates. Like a lot of women no. that talk about first dates and stuff. I must've stopped on one of those. Yeah. Now that's I get them, that's all, that, that all that comes up in my feeds now is women talking, <laughs> telling stories about dates. And I have to admit, they're kind of captivating. I, I end up listening. What's going to happen? Is she going to like him? Is she not going to like him? How's it yeah, going to end?
3: Like, are, they they old, are
2: they older women or younger women? No, no, younger, younger women, like 25 or something okay. like that, right? And then uh, they always start. They're very enticing. They're smart. They're like, you guys, you're not going to believe what happened last night. Uh, I <laughs> tinnit, I and now I'm in. Now I'm yeah, okay. I, well, I need to know what happened.
0: See, the, most of the TikToks I come across are either, there's a lot of the ones what I call recycled ones where everyone's doing like a similar thing. Like they're using right. the same voiceover. With the yes. Different. Yeah, I don't see a lot mood. of ones where people are just talking to him. The ones I get mainly are like bits and stuff like that. I get a lot of comedy bits. Yeah. That, that's kind And I think I get a lot of them that way because the way I got on TikTok was from Puffy sending us links. Mm-hmm. In our group chat, so I think what I end up clicking on those, and I essentially end up viewing more similar that, things to up And that ends up being your oh, algorithm a lot, yeah, a lot gonna... of porn, a <laughs> lot of naked
3: women. Lot, That's the paywall. Let's try on my new bikinis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other thing, it's too small.
3: <laughs> the other thing
2: I've realized is that there's a lot of uh, fake stuff on TikTok where people have tried to make like an outrageous video. And it's so clear that they uh, it's that it's set up. Mm. Uh, a lot of them are cheating videos where people have done like cheating oh. reveals. Yeah, okay? like the so Uber I'm,
3: driver thing.
2: Yes, did you see that one? Yeah, so like it was, so, so, so it's a young girl. She's wearing a hoodie and she's yeah. like she's an Uber driver catching <laughs> and cheating, and the husband's in the back seat with the girl. And the acting is so bad. Yeah, like you can. And I'm like, why why go to the trouble? Obviously, they've gotten tons of views on it because of an idiot like me who watches the first minute of it.
3: But what yeah. why go to the trouble of making something that's so, well, uh, so first and foremost, famous? is
0: she in a rental car?
3: No, no. Okay, she's be... she's the one I saw, the guy husband is the Uber driver. And oh this he was picks up mine is his the, flip, wife the and that. her the guy she's having Whoa, with. yeah. And then yeah mine goes. is the
2: opposite of that. So oh, it, okay. but it's clear it's clearly set up like in the one that I watched because the two people in the backseat are cuddling and such, but their dialogue is so is yeah. so BS, right? And she's got a hoodie on, and and she's you know rolling her eyes at the, it's, 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 it's I just don't know how you why would you go to the trouble? I guess I guess
4: there's money in it. There's, yeah. there's look at the end of the day, everybody's trying to go out there and. You know, whether it's OnlyFans or other things, everybody's trying to become whoa, whoa, this influencer and, and, you know what I mean? And and make money. That <laughs> that's what it is, James. That's what it is. You know? Um, I know.
2: So should I start telling, like, Brooksy and I dating
3: stories or or go back to my dating stories and that could be my TikTok thing? So no, Well, you, you and Brooksy can just start dating other people and use those stories.
0: I have an old man TikTok question here. Um, is there a way to fast forward through the videos? Yeah, I think so. That's uh you, you stop can scroll, scroll you can scroll. That's a question I, that, I, I uh, haven't been able to do it on my app. There is
2: there is a way like Darian showed me the other night but I I couldn't figure it out either. Every time I try to fast forward it goes goes to the next video. So yeah, we're, that's what happens. Maybe, maybe one it, of our it, listeners. it goes
3: your finger is too old.
2: <laughs> 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 if perhaps uh, one of our listeners could tell us how to fast forward uh, confirming this as the oldest podcast. Uh, yeah, you can definitely <laughs> fast forward it. <laughs> do you think
0: do you think Leslie has her own TikTok where she talks about your old dates.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. That would be amazing. That would be a great example. Leslie, please do us this favor. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It would be amazing. First date. I took Leslie to, uh, to
2: dairy queen. I ostensibly, I uh, asked her if, uh, it was a textbook place. You could buy textbooks in Ottawa. Mm. And uh, this was, uh, you know, this is when I was still just trying to, she was in my class or whatever and I was sitting, she was sitting in front of me and I was trying to, trying to make some hay. And, uh, I said, Hey, uh, she was talking about textbooks. You want to go to that textbook place downtown and uh, we can pick up our, uh, chemistry
3: textbooks together. Nice. Man. And,
2: she, and she was like, who the f- are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, I'm Like, I'm the guy sitting behind you the first week. You no, know, And then she, so I took her, then I took her to Dairy Queen. And I bought her a, a lime shake because that was my thing back. That was my go-to thing back then was the lime shake.
3: <laughs> and uh,
0: <laughs> she didn't start tearing her clothes off of that.
2: Exactly.
3: Sex no. happened soon after.
2: Took, uh, we were in the. I was in the friend zone for a solid, because she was dating um, my soccer teammate who was at Lake Superior State. He was a soccer, hockey star. And, you know, yeah and she, I was in high school. Who's the hockey star now? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Matt Cote. I
3: thought you were going to say, take that, Mike Bossy. (laughs) Mike (laughs) 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 Bossy.
2: Matt Cote, by the way, he was an awesome guy. So I couldn't even get mad at her because I kind of, I think I liked him more than cheated. (laughs) (laughs) Because Matt Cote was like this hockey star and, and then he came and played soccer with us in the summer and he never even like, I played soccer my whole life and, you know, trained all the time. Matt Cody never played soccer and he came out and he was like the best player on our soccer team. So I was like, I love this guy. And when I find out the girl I love is dating him, I'm like, wow, this is like my dream couple. (laughs) 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 You guys are amazing. They should be on the bachelor. (laughs) And then actually when I, I think Matt Cody broke up with her one Christmas and that's when we, I I was like, I was just there to console. I was the rebound guy. Nice. Right. Mm. And uh, but I think when she told me Matt Cody broke up with her, I was as sad as she was. I think I cried.
3: <laughs> you guys are so perfect together. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Give him another chance.
5: <laughs> Put your head on my shoulder.
2: Anyway, uh, Leslie How do you remember that name? Because I've said it that
3: many times.
0: Oh yeah. Because I exactly beat her last name like six million times.
3: <laughs> <laughs> haunts me
0: in my dreams. <laughs>
3: What would she call? What, like, what would she call you? Would she use your full name as well? Would she call you Jamie Duffy? Duffer.
2: Probably Jamie. She Jamie. Yeah, I think she's. She was still during my. Jay- she was still my Jamie face. Jamie face. My Jamie face. Before I think the so, big yeah.
0: rebrand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I told you I tried to rebrand as Jake. Right? Did I
5: tell
3: you that. <laughs> she, what? Jake? No, no, no I know you did. <laughs> Jake Every, the thing is everyone so, uh, knows kids that did that like that did that like I had a good friend he was Dennis and then all of a sudden he was going by David like there's always everyone knows kids like that yeah like, in grade okay. school
0: there's always one at least
3: yeah so I was always James to me
2: right but my my name was my given name is James but my my mom called me Jamie and so my my friends from when I was younger called me Jamie and so in high school I was sort of half James half Jamie I would say more, I would say probably more, more Jamie, but if I was to meet you, I was always say, hi, my name's James. I would never say my name's Jamie. Right. Did you, did so, you not like Jamie? I didn't, I know I didn't care. Really. I didn't care. I, I didn't love either name. I think back then I thought James sounded so too, you know, chauffeurish, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I used to get that home James line every time I drove somebody home, which everybody thought was the first time they'd heard it and thought it was hilarious. Uh, Pretty good line. So, yeah. no. <laughs> And so then when I got into my first broadcasting job, I went to CKCU, the Carlton radio station, and, and got a, a job doing the morning news like two days a week. And I said, OK, this is my chance for a rebrand. <laughs> and,
3: and Jake so in the morning. <laughs> I like I always
2: loved it. I, I think probably like, uh, I don't know, like Melrose Place was out there. And there was like oh, that, that nice. cool guy, Jake, Jake. Yeah. On there. I'm like, I love I love Jake. Yeah. And so uh, I'd always loved Jake. I tried to call Jared Jake and it came down to Jared and Jake, but then Jared, my son ended up Jared. But anyway, uh, so yeah. So I, if you go, if someone that CKCU had like the old tapes to be like, it's seven Oh five. Here's the morning news. I'm Jake. Duffy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if, if anyone has those tapes, please do oh send them gosh. to us. And, and did like and your boys
3: make fun of you? Well, not, I don't even think they listened
2: to it. Uh, so It never, it never went anywhere. And then I just became James and that was fine. But there was another guy who went to my high school named Moby, Moby Chadhari. And he also became a sportscaster and Moby was, uh, Moby did the sports in the morning when I did the news and he knew me as Jamie or James. Right. Yeah. And so I, and and Moby, Moby, Moby was a great guy, but he kind of had this high voice kind of like kind of a voice kind of like this. And I could always remember, I'd be like, that's the news now for sports. Here's Moby Chadhari. And Moby would go, thanks Jake. <laughs> and then he'd start laughing, he'd start laughing every time. Because <laughs> he knew that wasn't my name. He'd be like, thanks, Jake.
3: <laughs> I love Moby. Jake, That's he's Moby. Awesome. Come on, Jake. <laughs> Moby was great. It is picture. What I think
4: heal, of, Moby. When I think of Jake, I think of, of training day, that final scene. Jake, come on. Jake, Jake give me the money. On, Jake, give me the money. Come on, Jake. Give me the money. Come on. You know what I'm talking about when training day? <sighs> Jake, I need the money. Give me the money, Jake. Give me the money, please. Yeah,
2: give me that money! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no? <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah,
0: remember that I do. part. I don't remember so, that well, but I do recall yeah. the film.
2: Moby, uh, I think Moby still maybe works for the CBC somewhere. So, uh, Moby was a high school buddy, just a you know, salt of the earth guy. And he was the first time I'd ever learned about, uh, I think, arranged marriages. Because uh, Moby was Indian, or and uh, um, got an arranged marriage. Like, and we were all Moby might have been my age or one year younger than me so we always used to hang out at Stony Mondays Moby would be at the same table every every Friday night when we walked in hey James Jake and Moby would be with his beer so <laughs> i remember Moby one time we walked into Stony Mondays and Moby's like hey i'm getting married i'm like what and it was like an arranged marriage and Moby was uh you know this really super skinny uh skinny guy and it was like arranged marriage and and I don't know. He, he, I don't know if it was like straight brought over from uh, from India or Pakistan, or uh, I'm sorry, I don't. My knowledge on arranged marriage is not good. Or if it was someone from the community, I can't remember. But he brings her to the bar. When I, she was the most drop dead gorgeous woman. I'm like movie. This arranged marriage thing is the greatest thing. Ever?
3: What a coup!
2: Oh, and. And I think uh, I haven't, you know, I haven't been in touch with Moby for several years. But uh, I think they're happily married with uh, with kids, as far as I know. And uh, Moby, Moby did great. Moby did great in life. What? Never he you switched, mind.
3: He, I think he switched his name to a uh, Joe Jonas. So <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, okay, stop. Let's uh, let's get to your uh, let's get to things that I saw on Twitter.
0: You got it, Jake.
1: Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter.
0: We'll start off with this uh, tweet that we'll send into us uh, courtesy of Jura Tapiainen, one of our, uh, many, many Finnish uh, fans. I'm sure he's still. Do you think
2: we should just forget English and just. Yeah. Uh, do the pod in Finnish? I think, think so. we it would not we'd be so do so. better. I think better think we'll love it. We'd I be think, like the yeah. the uh, we'd get maybe a Spotify Finland like a, a Rogan esque Spotify Finland
0: deal. It'd be yeah. sick. We do like an IKEA tour where we perform. Live that's that's Swedish. Swedish, yeah. <laughs> bitter bitter
3: rivals. Finland would turn us on us quickly. <laughs>
0: I think we just lost we a lot of fans. We welcome them
3: with open arms and then they get the Swedish sponsorship. Not only
4: followed. is that, they're arch rivals too in hockey. It's That's incredible. That's- <laughs> oh,
0: I'm going to have fun editing around that one.
4: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Regardless.
2: Um, Stoff's going to try and cut that out because he won't want his mistake I, so we got to keep mentioning yeah, it so he exactly.
3: needs two labors to take out. I'm going to put <laughs> it on
0: one of you three.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> be dumb you wait
3: to you see. This is
0: what I do in editing. Yeah, well, <laughs> That's going to be awesome. All right. Yura sent us in an uh, ad for a HBO show called The Dog House UK. So I guess this is only in the UK for now. But you guys have seen the picture now, the poster. Yes. Mm-hmm. That dog looks very, very familiar, James. Very familiar. familiar. So now that we heard the beginning of this podcast, do you think cuz this dog looks a lot like Hugo if it isn't actually Hugo. That guy who's trying to get into your backyard, Jimmy. Do you Ooh. think he sees the star potential in Hugo and now sees the yeah. bills? Well, Hugo does wow. get. Hugo
2: gets a ridiculous amount of love from people on the trails like mm-hmm. and I feel like saying sometimes he should try to live with this thing, you know, 24/7 <laughs> because they're all like, "Oh my god, like he does have movie star. He he should have been named Jake. Uh, he's he's, <laughs> he's he's everybody loves Hugo and that that picture is like a dead ringer for Hugo now. Yeah. yeah, do all gray French bulldogs kind of look alike? Yes. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> mm, sorry, is that know. racist? That's, that's racist. Nice. That's nice. French that's bulldog racism. Bullies, French you apologize
0: bullies. to Hugo right now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> a very special that. podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but they, they do they do to an extent. So, uh, but yeah, that look that's a dead ringer for Hugo. I think. Uh, that someone has ripped me off. And I think you're right that someone is going to, if not dog, remember Lady Gaga's dogs that got dog napped. They were, they were French bulldogs, right? Really? I didn't know. Maybe that's what this guy's long game is. Yeah. That's not Um, good. That's not good at all. You're another dog thing. Another dog video.
0: Yeah, sorry. I was just gonna say, Yura wrote that. Uh, no wonder Brooksy left. Jimmy Hugo's the new breadwinner in the house. So that was his comment. Wow. We do have another dog story here, and uh, this is a dog. Now, I don't. Uh, I'm not sure where this is, but this. Uh, there's uh, their crosswalks are red and white, so I'm assuming this is somewhere in Europe. Uh, anyway, there's a stray dog that shows up at a children's uh, intersection, like where they. I guess they go, children cross to go to school and leads them across the intersection every time. And when people don't stop by, he runs along their cars barking and causing a scene, all kinds of stuff. Uh, First question is, why are people not stopping when there's children crossing the road at an obvious crosswalk? Uh, But the other part is, uh, you know, this dog is a very much a functioning member of society, a lot more useful than a lot more, a lot of people I personally know. How is this guy still a stray dog? How, How come no one's adopted him yet? That's a good point. I, Unless maybe sure, he
2: doesn't I, want to be. He
4: doesn't want to be adopted.
0: Ooh, he's like a lone wolf. Take littlest little yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: What a what a great story though. So I'm you know you guys are all all, all die guys. I'm not really a, a, an animal person to be honest with you. But to watch this story and just to see how this dog is so compassionate and caring, uh, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Man. It's a beautiful thing. It's it's kind of a nice uh, ray of sunshine in, in our world today. You know, I probably brought it up
2: uh, before on the pod in our previous 17 seasons but uh,
5: there's a
2: movie called harrow i think it is it, it's a story of based on a job ja- a true story out of japan and it stars richard oh, gear train
0: station one,
2: ah, oh, uh, like the most devastating cry you, you made me pull ever. a clip
0: for that i almost balled my eyes out. this yeah, was so what, we in did the beginning of the podcast, podcast we did discuss this
2: so the the basically true story but it was from japan and they americanized it Richard gears like plays a professor in let's say New York city. And he takes the train in every day from wherever Jersey or something. And, uh, he dies. He has a heart attack and dies. And this dog, sorry, this dog goes to the station every day to meet him. And, uh, then he dies of a heart attack one day and the dog for the rest of the dog's life goes to this train station every day and waits for this guy to get off the train. Wow. And they try to like bring him back into the house and he just escapes and he lives like, by the train tracks and every day just sits there mm-hmm. on, waiting for the owner to come Dogs are unbelievable. They're the greatest wow. things in the world. The most loyal, loving things ever. Anyway, that movie will break your heart and now I've given it all away, but uh, I think it's called Harrow a dog. There's a statue in Japan of this dog at the train station because oh, it was really? so famous at the train mm-hmm. station. Wow,
0: that's yep. very cool. We are now on to Rubber Boots. Yeah.
1: Rubber Boots Reacts yeah just yeah. the facts jack yeah. that's what i'm talking about on this track i yeah. play the sax but yeah. i'll do it to yeah. the max rubber boots yeah. reacts what here we go here we go, go. indeed rubber yeah. boots reacts yeah. what yeah. Yeah. rubber boots, boots react this
0: one came across from our uh, tsn instagram it is the ten, a- 10 year anniversary of and uh excuse me because i don't recall this gentleman's name, but it was the bowler who won a competition and then proudly exclaimed. Are you kidding me? That's right. Who do you think you are? I am. Pete um, Weber. Pete Weber. Pete Weber. Yeah. One of the greatest sound bites in sports history, in my opinion. So I was going to ask you guys what you think the greatest soundbite is. Obviously, this is so awesome because he obviously meant to say something else, but just got so caught up in the moment, said something pretty much yeah, nonsensical. Didn't make, it didn't make
2: any sense. It, it didn't, didn't make any sense, sense to him.
0: But, ha, I mean, had he fired that off as, I guess, uh, who do you uh, who do you think you are? I'm the best or something, or whatever is he actually meant to say. Do you think it would have the lasting effect it's had with him saying no, it on? No. Because no, it's bowling. No chance, I say no, no chance. No
2: not at all. No, not at all. No. I, first of all, he has tried to pass it off that, that in I don't know if I saw 30 for 30 or some interview years later that He's trying to say that he did mean to say exactly that and and, and that it was his way of saying that, right? And he, he tried to, like, give this long, eloquent explanation of what he meant and make it sound profound when you're 100% right, Stop. He was just lost his mind. But you're right. It's more brilliant this way anyway because it's just so really? ludicrous.
0: Yeah, well, And, and how many so- guys have yelled it? I'm not shocked he wants to hold on to that because he's probably sold a ton of T-shirts and everything else with the, with that slogan <laughs> on there. So uh, I'm sure it means uh, means a lot to him. Uh, where does this rank to you guys in terms of the greatest sound bites? Like, what do you yeah, think I mean, is the greatest soundbite in sports? Right today? up there.
4: Go so no, ahead, no, Lester. There's no, there's right. two that come to no, mind okay. immediately. Uh, both uh, ABC. Um, the first one uh, in, in chronological order, order is "Down Goes Frazier." Ghost go, Frasier. and the That's second the one first. do you believe in miracles yes Al Michaels from the uh, 1980 uh, Miracle on ice those are two in my mind because I was young at the time I mean the first one would have been somewhere in the in this in like the early 70s 74 75 somewhere around there and then that, and I believe that was that was George Foreman versus Frazier and then of course 1980 for uh Lake Placid those, those yeah. are two that, that come to mind for me. So
2: there's two kind of different categories here because those are mm-hmm. those are calls, yeah. which are sound bites. Sound bites, no, they are sound bites, right? And then there's things that people say that we've played it endlessly, and I think we're sort of tainted by the Sports Center top ten list, which show them over and over again, and For they've sure, almost I I- identified what are the best ones in our own mm-hmm. brains, like the. I guess that's what I say in Brooksy. I use all the time in the house whenever we're in. A mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So that's up there. I think I, if I was to, I judge the list by which ones I use in real life. The most often. And for whatever reason, the one that I use the most, and my kids have no idea what I'm talking about, but that's why I love using it, is, I'm a man! I'm 40! Yeah, I love that <laughs> that's, one. The, that's the one I love.
3: That's Mike so Gundy. Mike yeah, Gundy. so the,
2: the coach has given it to the press about being hard on one of an athlete, Defending one of his kid, athletes. Yeah. I think and he's going to so, be
0: sixty soon, Fendi, So Is he? <laughs> yeah, I wow. think so. That's been a while ago, no? Yeah.
2: Kids will be arguing about something. Oh, I don't want to go here for dinner. I want to here for dinner. I'm like, let me decide. I'm a man. I'm forty.
4: <laughs> totally, idiot. but I love it. <laughs> you know, another one that that uh, makes his way around TSN all the time is whales.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean that's a that's classic. A, yes, yeah, that's, that's a classic as well. You play you to win, win the win game. Very play to win similar. the game. Yeah. Well, They yeah, the are Danny, who we thought they the were. Danny, the Danny Green yeah. one. Yeah. Crown yeah. their asses. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. of my personal favorites, however, uh, probably not doesn't show Namath in the greatest light, but struggling. With his <laughs> Andrea Kramer uh, interview there. <laughs> Or no, it the seats that hit on struggling. her. That was Susie it's Colbert. Good. Sorry, it was Susie, Susie Colbert.
4: Yes, yes, the yeah. yes. I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. <laughs> yeah.
0: I could care less about the team struggling.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Quite, quite a moment.
2: That's. Uh, sure. I, I guess he's cleaned himself up. It was actually like it was sad to the point that where he got to, uh, he was in a he was in a bad state. Sports Illustrated back yeah. when it was. Still, Sports Illustrated did an unbelievable piece on, on Namath. And one of the interesting things they said was that, you know, and this is, I, I've always thought this is the most difficult part about being a super famous person is that everybody wants to talk to you about the same thing, right? And mm-hmm. with with Namath, it's obviously the Super Bowl win. And so the, I guess this reporter followed her around for a week. And he said every time somebody came up to him and brought it up, he'd say, You're giving me goosebumps. Which clearly, he he would not be getting goosebumps. Yeah. that was his way of making them feel special. Mm-hmm. But the reporter's like, he did this a thousand times, right? And like two seconds later, he'd be he'd be gone. I don't I don't, I don't blame him for that because you got to answer something. At least he it's better than making get people lost feel to good. somebody, yeah. right. But uh, man, yeah, he he was in a bad state for a while. Now he's just doing all those commercials you see on A uh, and E or CNN for. Yeah. Infomercials and so on and so forth, but yeah.
4: Speaking of guys that make you feel good, Jimmy, there was a story. you Jimmy's gone. Jimmy's
3: leaving. He's had
4: enough of us. Edit point. That's yeah. an edit point there. forget it. That's an edit point What's going on over there, Jimmy?
0: <laughs> that guy showed up for Hugo. I, just, I know. I
2: just wanted want to a date. What I ha- would have to deal with. What I would have to deal with sometimes for our audience. Oh. Oh, oh. he doesn't like the camera.
3: So he, this is he's what he wants He plays This is what trouble. he does. Nice floors, Jimmy. We get this I'm get my floors done. Is this him playing? Yeah, this so is what we do all
2: day. He he comes in, he wants to be chased. Sorry, I gave everybody That's a headache. <laughs> now he's just gonna stand there and stand at the door, and wait for this podcast to be over. <laughs> yep. I'm not chasing you anymore, buddy. There you go. Sorry, a little Hugo interlude. The conversation is getting a little, a little quiet there. So we had to, we had to move in. Uh, that was very necessary. A
3: dark. <laughs> where 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 were we there? Um, Talking about alcoholism <laughs> and depression.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> took one of my favorite sports clips and made me feel bad about it. So uh, I will I will pivot to Gretzky at the 2002 Olympics, saying, "Am I hot? Yeah, I'm hot."
3: Yeah, that was a good it, one. Me and my buddies used, used to use that
0: out of context all the time. It was one of our favorite clips. <laughs> 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 that is yeah. good. That was like an early viral for us. Let's get. To, let's get. To that was Wayne's best the... moment ever. Jimmy, it's I think just... you got a hair.
3: You got a loose hair.
0: What do you mean? Oh yeah, you got a crazy loose hair. <laughs> it's shooting up to the side. Look at that thing. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, my God. i no. assumed
3: i assumed that it was my dirty screen so i'm like <laughs> kind of wiping my screen i'm like i think that's actually there that I looks like you look, look like um what's her name in uh in uh something about mary yeah oh cameron diaz ah,
4: ah. Cameron
2: Diaz. I love situation. To we should ask ask our listeners because i'll think of some better sound ups during the week that you know i've We've yeah. We'll we'll do a draft. The we'll do way. a
0: draft next week. We love drafts eh. here. Sound sound no, draft. You guys can be our uh, Mel Kuipers. Let us know what you think are the best. Audio oh, drops, and you know you know
2: benefits. what? One of my this is not this is not one like this would use in everyday conversation. But just because it was uh, the anniversary, the 12 year anniversary yesterday, uh, Cuthbert's golden goal call. Every time mm-hmm. I hear it, uh, like it literally does something to me every single time I hear it. Just in the way he delivers it, uh, he is simply one of the best at capturing a moment. And just that line—not the, just the golden gold, but Canada has once in a lifetime gold—and just man. That's and it. having worked That's with it. CC again during the Olympics, uh, that, that man, that man brings it in the big moments. Anyway, Still not as love.
3: good as every dog has its day.
2: Every dog has its day.
4: Huskies, this one <laughs> is yours.
3: it's
0: a good thing the hawks didn't win that game wow would have tainted history forever do you think
2: i have would have more be more or less
3: successful
0: if my day
3: was way less successful you would not be on television still
0: if, if you had Jake?
3: if you had gone to Jake Duffy, you would let's, be done.
0: Let's try it, Jimmy. Your next game. Introduce yourself as Jake and have them do the font.
3: No chance you'd be hosting our show.
2: Ooh. Okay, what about this? So Duffy is not exactly a great TV name. It's hard to say. People say Duthie or Duffy. Uh, Brooksy's name obviously is Brooks. What if instead Ooh. of her taking my name, see, I took Brooks. her name and I was oh. Jake. Brooks, TSN, wow, Toronto. Seriously, oh. actually, that's pretty good. Yeah,
4: and that's a story here from Toronto. We'll send it back to JB of the Sports Desk. J-B. You know? JB, JB, Jake Brooks,
2: Rubber Boots Podcast. Jake <laughs> Brooks, Rubber Boots Podcast.
3: I think you should do the double switch. Switch it now. Yeah, yeah just for like a, a second if,
0: second if career. He, Jake yeah. Brooks back in the day, Leslie would not have been able to keep her hands. <laughs> <Hold off yet. laughs> you should. You should do it for an Ottawa Senators broadcast
3: and see if anyone notices. <laughs> going back
0: to your don't you, make,
2: don't you make fun of our Sens regional games? Is that what you're doing? Hold on. Hold on.
3: When you say hours, how do you include yourself? You're there about 15% of our broadcast. Hey, uh, whole Tuesday, time tonight, tonight, and Thursday night. Saturday and Sunday. Are you going to be there, Jake? I don't do a lot of weekends.
0: J- Jake doesn't work yeah. the weekends. You know that.
2: <laughs> maybe, you know, if oh. I would, if I'd ever gone down to the States, like in the middle of my career, uh, yeah. I would have, ch- maybe I would have changed to Jake Brooks then. Cause they that would have been a chance for a fresh new identity. Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Jake Brooks, NBC, Philadelphia. Nice. Maybe.
4: Not bad, not bad. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, we got to get to, to the mailbag.
3: Podcast. Listen to the mail. Listen to the mail.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: Brian Hayden writes in. It was oh, summer 19- interesting. Thank interesting. you. It was summer 1997. I was a 21-year-old man looking for love. I found it at the top of the speakers at Graystones. Graystones, the establishment Jimmy uh, described last week as uh, a place for 70, 60, 70 plus people to find love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. correct yep this goes on as I jumped up to dance with her to the Macarena I realized she (laughs) would be the one 25 years later two kids and a ton of memories we were actually hoping to go to Greystones to celebrate but alas we cannot oh wow Mm -hmm.
2: this is fascinating because maybe I was wrong about Greystones maybe Greystones was originally a very a very young hip bar and only in its
3: latter years did it have a latter year clientele might have just it just been the sense. same people just always went there and or no you, new no people came
0: do you think it's possible that brian hayden's wife is 106 years old
3: <laughs> <laughs> also a possibility okay.
0: big okay. gilf guy i'm sure brian will let us know more details for next week uh Teddy Roosevelt, who I did not know was still alive, but apparently is and listens to the podcast writes Great in. Fan. Great to see a curler on the podcast. Nice.
2: Good to read. A lot of, a lot of good feedback to our uh, yes. second Jennifer Jones interview. People that's are funny. demanding
3: more curling. More more <laughs> I'm sure she would love to do a third a third deep dive with us. With us. <laughs> Well, she is gonna. A good she dance? will <laughs>
0: coach us in curling one day. So that's true. That's happen. true. Tim Blizzard writes in. I appreciate all the sight gags you do for me as I watch on here. Since he's one right. of our many, many YouTube viewers, we all encourage right. you to watch on YouTube. This podcast makes slightly more sense when you see it. So mm-hmm. all right. YouTube us up. Uh, Greg Lockhart writes in. Puffy either needs to clean his computer camera or considering a purchasing a higher definition computer. That is fair, both. It's a, it's a work
3: computer I use, so mm. I think hmm. Bell needs to hook me up. Yeah. <laughs> you up.
4: remember you had the tape on the camera? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: can you actually wash a screen, or do you have to have a special? Hey, I used to, you buy that computer
4: uh, spray thing.
2: You know,
3: computer, Windex, man. Fine yes. am Computer
0: spray. Right. Computer spray. Right. You, got, you got bamboozled, I'm a, <laughs> You I'm got a, swindled. Jimmy,
3: what? What what did you,
0: you pay for that. <laughs> like
3: That's a $60. 99? For computer <laughs> spray. <laughs> oh
4: my God. I'm <laughs> you Burk. are so my ball, My computer's messed up. I used this $60 bottle a of special, computer spray. A special screen deal. cleaner. This one is...
3: <laughs> you peeled. That special, <laughs> You know there's a label underneath there. That's just like <laughs> regular blue water.
0: How many of those bottles are throughout the house, Jimmy?
2: My daughter was grabbing like some Windex the other day to clear a screen. I'm like, whoa, 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 Gracie, don't use that. I got the I got the good stuff. I got the insignia LCD screen cleaner here. It's got to be special. You just tell, you're just telling That's me I got a I'm a victim of marketing. <laughs> Make it.
0: sure you only use that on LCD screen. You, know, <laughs> you can really yeah. damage a plasma with that. Oh, for sure.
4: Hey, guys, I'm so sorry. I got to bounce. I got to go. I'm, I'm sorry, but I will, I'll leave you with this.
0: Mm-hmm. I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> as did we. We always do. See, you, Lester.
4: Uh, see
2: you, guys. Bye. See you, Lester.
4: See
0: you All buddy. right,
2: finish off. I just, we're uh, I just we're finishing off here.
0: Uh, a couple more screen, so. mail items to get through as Jimmy uh, cleans the yep. screen with his professional. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, can you bring some
3: of that to work tonight? <laughs> I might need to borrow some of it. <laughs> They look better
0: than you. Uh, Will Murray sent us in a article from The Onion, a very reputable newspaper online. Uh, <laughs> however, the uh, headline was, man, sure, it's not a big deal that he's betting on sports in dreams now. And I, I think that was just an obvious reference to Puffy
5: and his love dreaming, of the uh,
0: gambling. <laughs> yes. So, have you ever bet in your dreams, uh, Puffy? Oh, Of course,
3: yes. Yeah, the betting has been... Uh been pretty (laughs) all-encompassing for me lately. (laughs) But we're coming up to March Madness, so it's very... How are
2: the kids doing? How are their accounts?
3: Their accounts are quite low.
2: Did you ever have the... Did did Tanya ever, like, just shut you down with the children and the gambling?
3: No. 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 But she doesn't love it.
0: Mm. (laughs) She she doesn't know Tanner. (laughs) Uh, so Brandon Willard writes, "Hey guys, I have a show you can watch for what you're watching, Laugh Out Loud Canada on Amazon Prime. Ten of the funniest comedians trying to make each other laugh, and last one standing wins a hundred thousand for charity. Me and my wife are laughing our asses off. Thanks, Brandon <laughs> Willard from Ottawa." So, I heard, I, <laughs> I saw heard that. that's actually funny, but well, I Jay, Jay, like,
2: Jay Bearshell is the host, who's you know he's our buddy, friend of the awesome, podcast, yes. has been on but the like podcast, Tom
3: Green's on it. I don't know if he's one of the funniest people. Yeah. Like, there's Tom awesome. Green and few of the the guy from uh "Whose Line Is It Anyway?" Colin, Colin Mockery. And- yeah. So, but I heard I have heard it's actually pretty funny. I,
0: I have seen clips online. And I have not watched it yet, but the clips have been pretty funny. So I, I'll definitely give it a shot.
3: You see, Tom Green, I,
2: I you know more than willing to change my mind. Good Ottawa boy orleans boy i think i talked about on the podcast once before he kind of gave me the diss uh, in torino italy at the olympics when he was working for nbc but uh when he started he had the tom green show in ottawa on cable television that i got picked up by mtv or something that's when he blew up yeah, right it was good but he was never he was never funny as a like a joke teller he, he was all sight gags right he he was one of the original guys who had hidden, you know, hidden camera and go to the mall and just do something really stupid mm-hmm. to get yeah. reactions out of people. And he was fantastic at it and a good rapper. Check the yeah. OR. Check the but OR. Never struck yeah, so- me as like a funny comedian.
3: So I'd have to see. I don't know that Tom Green could make me laugh. Well, the one thing is that John, I don't, I think it's like John LoJoie. Mm-hmm. He's, he's was on um, The League. You ever, ever watch The League? Yes. And That's he played the fantasy um, sports one? Yeah, the fantasy. stuff, you would love that show. Like, love it. Oh, it's it so good. good. Show, and he played uh, the brother of one of the guys, and he was Taco, and he was hilarious in it. So he, yeah. he, he, I could see him being funny on it. All right, we'll check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Thank
2: and you, uh, you still want submissions for the favorite episode?
3: Yeah,
0: favorite episodes. Uh, we've had a couple this week. So uh, at the end of the season, what we'll do is we'll get the best four or five, and we'll have everybody vote. I think this uh, one's got a real shot. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's left of it will be great, Jake. One last final announcement. Mm -hmm. And that is the Gold Bar League returns. Wow. This weekend, two days from now, Saturday morning. Keep your eyes peeled to our social media feeds. We'll give you a link where you make your picks. And it's going to be a oh. fun, exciting time. Am so I, th- am like I still in it? There games this weekend? You there are games
2: oh,
3: this yes. weekend. That there we're will be wait- games
0: this weekend. You will be making picks on.
3: Nice. Ah. Oh, all right. Now, did I get kicked out of the Gold Bar League?
0: Yeah. Ooh, yep. Well, yeah, technically, I think right now you're in the first up division with Carlo Koliakovo as AK oh, yeah. has risen up to our. So we'll have to figure all
3: that no. out. Oh, that. Papi, you're back in. I'm, I'm damn commissioner. You're back in this year, baby. Me, me and uh, Carlo can do our picks.
0: I'm
3: <laughs> fine. <laughs> is, Ho, is Ho coming back this year? Oh, Ho
0: will be back. Ho will be back. Ho well, will be back. Your other buddy champion. there, La- Landon 77. Landon Linden is going to mm-hmm. be back, too. No.
4: What do you mean? I'm-
0: Unless he has a new login <laughs> that I can't recognize <laughs> his IP address. He is not coming Lyndon's back. back. He's back, baby. Basically, you'll be making your picks for each right pick. You'll be getting gold bars starting next week, starting next Thursday. We're bringing back our bonus gold bars for coming to the premiere on a Thursday night. So for episode nine, make sure you're there. Thursday night, you come in the chat, you say hello, you will get your bonus bar that way. Otherwise, by getting picks correctly, you'll get bonus bars and... We'll have a winner each month that will go to the Platinum League as well as some overall winners. So, Jimmy, start looking around your house for things you can give away. Grab one of the screen <laughs> cleaner <laughs> That is some high quality LCD cleaner.
2: <laughs> Today, the winner of the Gold Bar League this year will receive a half bottle of Insignia LCD screen cleaner. Number one screen cleaner out there.
0: Street uh, value is
2: 500 bucks.
0: Gold Bar League, this Saturday. <laughs>
2: What a travesty this entire pod was. <laughs> Good night, everybody. All righty. Frankly, this podcast feels like it ended about 27 minutes ago.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually left, oh. so you don't know what we are supposed to do. <laughs> what are you doing?
3: Reading? You <laughs> reading nah.
4: something else? No, well, just I, the way you said I,
3: that. I, I, would, I would like to add that to sound bites of the 2000s.
0: <laughs> Our try. reaction of laughing it means now I will have to edit it out. And see, hey,
5: how are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait, don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm going to try and push my love. Are you wearing your? tonight Are they purple yellow green or black or white Are you wearing Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Do you like the dungaree? I prefer. Do you really like the
2: dungaree? I prefer. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight?